0: Welcome to the Nutritious and Delicious podcast with me, Bethany. Our mission is to support busy parents all over the world to learn time management while taking care of your nutritional, physical, and mental health. After all, a healthy family starts with a healthy parent. So I'm super excited. Today we have Amber here on the show and Amber is a multi-passionate entrepreneur. Not only does she run thrifty guardian, a frugal living blog for moms, she serves as a blogging strategist, helping women profit from their passions long-term. She's also lost over 60 pounds and counting in the last year. So this is amazing. So welcome to the show, Amber.
1: Thank you, Bethany. I'm so happy to be here
0: great so today we have an amazing episode and i think a lot of moms can actually relate to this topic here and this is talking about having a career while also raising these tiny humans at home so many moms obviously they have this belief mindset that to be a good mom you have to be a stay-at-home mom or the opposite is that they want a thriving career um, or a business to call their own and they feel this immense guilt and responsibility to be a mom first. So I want our viewers to actually hear your story today, Amber, um, and how you went from the working world and your transition to being a mom and having it all yourself.
1: Yeah. You know, I was definitely that mom that even when I was working, you know, my supposed nine to five career, I worked in higher ed. So it was never nine to five. Um, But even before I gave birth to my first child, I, really dreaded the idea of putting them in daycare for you know 10 hours a day Um, but it wasn't until I had my second child that I really started to feel the pull Mm -hmm. of trying to be really good at my job at the time again I was working in higher ed I worked in student affairs and organizational leadership it was a high you know a very high demanding job um, but I loved it, right? And mm-hmm. so that's that's part of the struggle there is um, when you really love your job, you want to be good yeah. at it. And so I had that pull of trying to be good at my job, doing my best for the students that I could, but also I had two kids under two. Um, and so, you know, I was exhausted all mm-hmm. the time, trying to be a good mom, trying to be a good employee, and really struggling to find that sweet spot of being able to do both. And I quickly realized shortly before my youngest turned one that I wasn't doing both. I was really giving it my all in one spot or the other, and that alone was really starting to drain that love that I had for my job, um, which again, then piled on the mom guilt. Um, and so, I decided in November of 2015, again, shortly before my youngest turned one, to launch Thrifty Guardian. I had been a hobby blogger um, since I was 10. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the first time I got a computer, I was on there building my own website on GeoCities, learning HTML, but I never had thought to do it for real, you know? Uh, And so I thought, okay, this will be a fun way to sort of document my own money story at the time. um, Again, because I had two kids in daycare, between that and taxes, I was bringing home less than $3 an hour, which that alone, yeah, totally not worth it, but didn't really have a choice. So I was really wanting to document the frugal living that we were doing, trying to get out of debt, trying to maintain a decent budget. Um, and January of 2016, I decided to take my professional knowledge of again organizational leadership and marketing and launch my first online course. And I look back, and I'm not sure when I slept <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or what you know what, what how I did it yeah. because it really was just kind of a blur. Um, but by April of 2016, so about six months after launch, I was able to say goodbye to my career in higher ed and become the work at home mom that I am today. That's amazing.
0: I love that story. I think I want to go back a little bit here because you touched on, um, you know, being that mom and, and, you know, feeling that guilt. And I think a lot of moms do that where they kind of start work. I know from myself, it was the same feeling of I didn't want to put my kids in daycare. Um, So I was going to try and do sort of anything I could at home, I guess, to sort of prevent from them leaving the house, in a sense, um, with with other people um, looking after them. So that was something big for me. Um, A lot of moms I find struggle with, it's like they almost come to this point of like, I have to sort of make a decision. It's either my career or the kids. And a lot of moms feel like they can't have both. And I think what it is when I do talk to a lot of moms is they say, well, I do want to start a business or I do want to work from home, but I can't leave my other job. So it's like they're in this limbo of I can't leave my job or, you know, I can't re- we can't rely on just, you know, my partner alone or their single parenting um, and, and trying to sort of figure that out. So. A lot of the time, the moms are sort of, you know, they're stressed, they're burnt out, they're, they're not getting enough time with their kids at the end of the day. And uh, the guilt, the guilt's like immense. And, and it's, it's a tough one because I, I, I don't want to go sort of with the gender role on this one, but a lot of women, it's sort of like on them, I guess, um, raising the children mainly because if you are a single parent and you're doing it alone, It's it's tough. And then also, you know, if the other parent is making more money, typically you're going to obviously go with the parent that makes more money, obviously, to to hold the income, you know, so if you can kind of give some of the moms like some solutions like that transition. of how to make this work so if you can sort of start working from home whether you're doing like contract work or anything like i think a lot of mums don't realize because of everything that's been going on in the last few years there's a lot more remote online work and presence that actually is needed more than anything now so if you could kind of go into some of these like um solutions that you started with yourself
1: oh absolutely and i think you're spot on i very much agree, and have loved to see the shift of more and more people working from home, looking for side hustles, um, but in a good way, right? Because they're passionate about what right. it is they want to build or share. Um, it's it's really blossomed over the last couple of years, but again, comes back to that struggle of, okay, how do I balance it, especially if you've got younger kids right. who are at home? And so for me, when I first quit my job the first thing that I tried, because there was a lot of trial and error, was to hire a nanny. My youngest was still nursing. Um, and so I thought, okay, that would be easy. You know, the nanny will keep the baby distracted. Um, again, my, my son was not even three at this point, keeping the kids distracted. Um, and I said, I'll come down at lunchtime so that way she could have a break. And, you know, and then I, I would go back to work and she would take back over until the end of the day. And it worked for a little bit, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I will say that part of the struggle was that because my youngest was still nursing, she mm-hmm. knew that her food was at home. <laughs> <Yeah. and laughs> yeah. So she really, uh, she was a high needs baby as it was, mm-hmm. but was very demanding with our poor nanny who really did her absolute best. She was absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah, but the baby wanted mom. Yeah, and so it really—I uh, wasn't getting a lot of work done, at least not in big segments um, like I wanted to. And so it kind of ended up being like it was before I quit my job, in that I was working a lot of nights, a lot of weekends, um, which was fine too, especially in the beginning. I think one thing that you know we maybe realized in a way is that it is going to be a lot of work, mm-hmm. but I don't think that we realize, it's a lot like having kids, right? Like, you yeah. know it's gonna be a lot of work, but until you're living it, yeah. you don't realize. <laughs> yeah. Just it's how much work you it thought. <laughs> right, yeah. and so, um, you know, that is, that is something that you are probably going to have to do, especially if you've got kids and you're already working outside the house. If you wanna build up your dreams of working for yourself, mm-hmm you've got to be willing to put in the work and yeah. nights and weekends. And yeah, you're going to be tired. It's going to be hard. Again, it's a lot like having a newborn baby or giving birth to this new business, to this mm-hmm. new venture. It's, you know, it, again, it's it's something where you will, if you keep working at it, you will absolutely get to the point where nights and weekends are back to family time. You will right. find that balance, but you've got to be willing to front load of that, a lot of that i think a lot of people
0: um don't get that like being an entrepreneur myself there's a lot of time and energy that you put into business and you kind of feel like you know why am i doing this you know but at the end of the day the reward is there for sure and i think people sort of expect right off the bat well I need to be paid for my time, but you don't realize when you're sort of making a blog or a business that you're actually the one setting up everything to begin with. So if you're building a membership or you're writing a blog or you're trying to get contract work, you're putting in a lot of those hours ahead of time and it's it's like you said like you know having children too you don't really reap the benefits until they're a little bit older and they can start to say i love you mommy and all these kind of things and it's kind of the same with the business the business doesn't really give you a lot of love in the beginning but you eventually kind of once you get the wheel turning and you start getting your name known and getting out there um it's a lot easier so i think a lot of people sort of expect right away if they are in a nine to five. It's like well i'm not getting paid right off the bat and it's a it's a different mentality right so but i've noticed a lot of people they want to do the stuff from home because they're mostly passionate about it so that can be a great driving factor to help you i love that you did the nanny route um i also did hire a nanny as well when my second was um a little bit younger because again when they're kind of under the age of like 4 or so you can't really let them like you know on their own around the house like my boys are older now that you know I don't have to worry about them like getting into things or anything but definitely when they're little like that even when you are home it's really hard to say like oh you can work from home with a little kid especially if they're mobile because you got to be really aware of You know what they're doing, and if you're concentrating on something, you kind of need another adult there to help you out, even if it's just for a few hours. So, I also heard you go into like the working like nights and weekends and stuff. Um, I find it depends on really the person in the situation. I found because I was working so much during the week at home, it was going into my weekends and stuff, and I really had to find the balance being a single parent because I. I didn't have sort of the opportunity to work 24 seven, seven days a week because my boys needed me, you know, um, and they were in preschool and things like that and kindergarten at the time. And it gave me kind of half a day, but as you know, most times when they go to preschool or kindergarten, it's a couple of hours and then they're back. So literally like you sit down to work and you're like, oh man, I gotta go pick them up like right right away. So it's still, you, you have to sort of utilize your time in a more efficient way. The one thing I found that really helped me, um, and I know you said you kind of work nights. It depends on, I guess, really how you function. Like, are you better working at nighttime? Or like, are you a night owl and you have a lot more, um, you know, creative thoughts or anything going on at nighttime? For me, it was in the morning. So I really had to wake up at the crack of dawn before my kids and like to beat them to wake up like six or seven in the morning was a little tough but I used to get up at like 4 a.m. Um, and I used to go to bed earlier. So I needed the sleep um, earlier and then I would actually wake up in the morning and i get a lot of my work done. So I actually felt like I've got a few hours of work in, I feel great now the kids are awake and I can get them ready for kindergarten or preschool or whatever it was. So also finding that balance, you may not be able to work at nighttime, but morning may be your thing as well. So, what's something else that you could sort of give suggestion to moms as well that are trying to do this?
1: Yeah, you know, and I love that you brought that up because it's it's really important to recognize when you're going to be at your best. Right. I am the kind of person who please do not speak to me before the sun is up because <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Um, but there are there are people who like my son, my oldest. He is the kind of person I think that will forever be suns up, we're up. Let's let's go. Yeah, Where's yeah. my daughter? God love her, We're we're both slow to rise, yeah. and so yeah, it's kind of finding that that ideal workflow of right. when you know when you work your best, and also something that you touched on in terms of knowing what you're gonna do when you sit down to work yes. is really key. Yeah. I find so many you know whether you've got a couple hours while the child's at preschool, or um, after my nanny uh, she ended up leaving us to go off to college. Uh, we decided to put our children into back into daycare right. a couple days a week. Um, and it was just a home daycare right down the street. It was great uh, because I needed, I'm somebody who, you know, I've got ADHD. And so I have hyper focus that yeah. I need to be able to sit down for hours on end at times to get things done, even if I do know exactly what it is I'm going to be doing. But if you don't know what you're going to be doing that's kind of key that's that first step is yeah. sitting down and saying and mapping out exactly what it is you're going to do when and you know it goes back to what we were talking about with oh well didn't you then feel that guilt again of putting your child in daycare and i really didn't <laughs> <laughs> part of it was you know they'd been home with me at that point for uh, about six months and so i was like yeah. i love it but also you, you need yeah. you need other experiences, but one thing that I really struggled with too, and we saw a lot of this over the last couple of years with children who had to do remote learning, was my son especially, who is such an extrovert, really missed those social and emotional connections, yeah. and to the point where we would go to the park, and he had reverted so much that he would, and he was only you know three and a half at this time start to panic about how many people were at the park because it was Mm -hmm. overwhelming to him and Mm -hmm. it really clicked in my head okay he needs to be around other kids more than i can currently provide him and so again back into daycare a couple days a week i was able to sit down again i was still working a couple nights here and there but my nights were mostly spent doing prep work so again kind of looking at okay the kids are gonna be in daycare tomorrow Mm -hmm. i'm gonna write out what exactly I'm going to do when I'm plugging in my schedule. And that really allowed me again to make the most of the time that I had when the kids were away.
0: That's yeah, I love that. And I think kind of thinking about it now, that's probably one thing that um, I guess comes naturally to myself is being very organized. And I think it's because I've always had to be. Um, But that's That's very key, I think, because there's so many times where, yeah, you would drop your kids off for two hours with, you know, a grandparent or, you know, someone that you may have around that can actually help you. And then you sort of sit down, you're like twiddling your thumbs, like, well, what do I need to get done? And you've wasted already like an hour. Another one I find a lot of moms struggle with, um, and I did myself as well, is not just the guilt of children, but you start to look around your house and think, oh, I need to put laundry on. I need to clean this. I need to clean that. And I was really, really bad for that. So. I found having really strong boundaries um, of either getting it done ahead of time so I didn't have to sort of like worry about it um, and also making sure that dedication time when the kids were gone that that is my time to work so again it's sort of realizing to yourself like this is important like my work I need to get this done while the kids are away I can do dishes later or I can deal with you know that matter later even phone calls that was another one for me I had to turn my phone to silent because Family and friends again don't always understand sort of the the barrier of working from home, um, and I, again out of guilt, I would pick up the phone and then I'd be like, oh man, I, I like another half an hour's gone, and then you're like, where's my workday gone? So for me, I had to learn to sort of turn the phone off, put it away, not respond to texts and stuff because you could you, it's like a rabbit hole you can just go down that path unless it's an emergency or something like that, but. Um, I also do what you were talking about in terms of like writing out things like goals and stuff ahead of time so I always know what I need to get done ahead of time um, and that can also include for people to maybe have like a cheap cleaner come in and clean your house maybe while you're working um, or even have someone deliver groceries for you um, or even have like meals prepped or things like that ahead of time because that's another thing that will impede on your time. So. Again, it's sort of looking at what is the most important thing throughout your day that you need to get done um, and utilizing that time properly. So um, kind of one last thing, I guess, what would you say to people in terms of sort of like other support systems around you? Like if you can't pay for daycare and things like that, like what is something maybe you've tried?
1: Um, one thing that I would really recommend, and this is coming from someone who I don't have a family support system. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't have anyone in terms of family around who we could say, you know, here's their kids. Thanks for yeah. watching it for the afternoon. Yeah. Um, and so that was a really a, a big struggle, right? You know, being a mother without a village. And it's, you know, not the same, obviously, but similar to being a single mom, you don't have somebody that you can just go okay here's my kids thanks i'll be back right um but i did you know once i kind of accepted that for myself and that i you know i'm somebody who oh i'll just do it i'll do it all i'll do it myself um we can't <laughs> spoiler <laughs> we can't yeah. and so it was something that once i accepted that i went okay what are my other options here and so i looked on facebook for a few different play playdate uh, groups right because I am not somebody who makes friends easily again I, I didn't have a big support system in that right. or in that regard either um, so I looked online just for different play date groups and so I would take my kids there you know we'd have we'd meet at a park or meet you know at somebody's house uh, back when we could do that yeah <laughs> uh, and just get to know a few different moms to the point where then there were a few moms that I'd gotten to know well enough to where I'd right. say okay, can you watch my kids for an afternoon at the park, and then I'll watch your kids next week? Or I actually ended up meeting a, a fellow blogger mom who, funny enough, we had connected in a blogging group on Facebook long before we realized, oh, we live in the same town. Interesting. <laughs> and so, yeah, it was it yeah. was funny. Like her daughter ended up going to preschool with mine. And we were Aww. like. Uh. I know you <laughs> clearly That's we awesome. didn't do a good enough job creeping on each other's facebook yeah. profiles i guess <laughs> um but once i like knew her and i was like oh we could totally do this where let me drop my kid off at your house for a day while i go and work or you know you drop your kid off at mine you go work or you know like you said earlier where the kids get a little bit older it gets to the point where i can go to her house or she can come to mine the kids play keep themselves distracted until snack time and her and i can both sit with our laptops work brainstorm off of each other which is always nice to have um you know it's there where there's a will there's a way and so again even if you don't have any sort of support system right now when you put yourself out there you'll be surprised at how easily that can eventually come together when you work at it and it's so worth it
0: i love that that's an amazing story because there's a lot of People out there that don't have those, you know, choices. They've moved away from their family. Um, maybe they're starting out, you know, fresh somewhere else, and they don't exactly have that mom tribe around them. And with everything going on right now, I think a lot of people's circles have gotten a lot smaller. So I think th- it's great that you've kind of made this all for yourself. Like you've made your own village, and basically, like I love the fact that you found another entrepreneur in the same boat and you guys came together, could sit on your laptops and you know, when they're obviously not really, really little um, and bugging you all the time, you know, you can still get some work done, but I love that because it gave you a relationship, a friendship and your child also benefited as well. So that like helped so many factors. Like you both could work, you both could establish, your, you know, a business and friendship and so did the kids. So like all you need, <laughs> everybody is just like one friend that you could say like, yeah. hey, <laughs> let's like get together and do this, you know? And I love that because, you know, there's there's so many spaces online that we can do this. And I think that's where like bringing moms together as a community, I love that because it makes me think back to sort of when I struggled with postpartum depression with my first son and I felt like I had nobody that really understood me i knew there was a lot of mums out there but i felt that nobody really understood sort of the feeling i was going through and i'm sure for yourself you probably felt like well everyone's got you know family and friends that they can lean on and i feel alone like how do i do this for myself so i love that you've created that space for yourself so do you have any more suggestions or anything else that you wanted to add here today amber
1: um, well, going back to like you, you know, like we both touched on now with systems and strategies, I'm sure you hear it a lot. I hear it a lot. Well, I'm just not strategically minded or I'm just not a systems person. Mm-hmm. Um, and to that, I'd say I get it, right? Because as entrepreneurs, we are hardwired to be creatives who have a thousand ideas flying into our brains right. at all, you know, at any given point, usually at like 4am when we're trying to sleep. Yep. Um, <laughs> But it's something where you kind of it's like anything, right? It's like when we tell our kids, well, no, you're not good at baseball yet because you haven't practiced, you haven't tried or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're not just for the most part, naturally born, being good, being great, being perfect at systems and strategies. Some of right. us, yes, that's how our brains work. I'm very type A, a little neurotic. Uh, <laughs> so my brain is hardwired to yeah. want systems and strategies. But if you are not like that, yeah don't give up on it. Keep pushing forward with it because you will. The more you work at it, the more you will find a flow that works for you. Because I wholeheartedly believe with every fiber of my being that every one of us who has that passion to do something more, to profit from our creative energies, to build up these businesses we're born to do that we are meant to be doing that but it's a matter of putting in the work to find that spot in which things start working for us we get to the part where we don't have to be putting in as many hours we get our nights and weekends back um, but again it's not something where you can get out the gate and go, okay, you know, I only have to put it in three hours a week and I'm going to make a million dollars next year. Right. Exactly. There's, it's like anything
0: you've got to put sort of the, the hard work in like, it's like planting seeds. And I think a lot of us are, I'm impatient myself and you're sort of looking at it going like, why aren't they like, you know, and there's, there's a lot of cartoons around that too, where they, they say like you're watering the seed and these giant roots are coming out and you know, they're not seeing that the flower basically comes up at the end, but you're creating so much foundation and that's like motherhood too. Like you're creating a foundation for your children as well. And the future that you want to have with them, like, do you kind of want the quick win right now and it's easy, you know, or do you want sort of the long-term, like you want this amazing life with your family? So what are you kind of working towards to building? So I love that. Thank you so much, Amber, for coming on today. And I like talking to a lot of entrepreneurs about this because we are kind of in the same boat and you know sharing those kind of thoughts and ideas we're not alone in this and there's a lot of women out there that are doing the exact same thing. So how can our viewers today connect with you to learn more about these tips with you?
1: Yeah, go to my website amberlozy.com real easy. Um, I do have on there for those of you who are already getting the ball rolling and have you know let's say a website built up and you're getting started with social media i offer free digital assessments so and there's no catch this isn't you know me getting you on the phone to try and sell to you it really is we get on a call 15 20 minutes and talk about a few of the strategies and systems that you already have in place and how we could maybe tweak those so that again you are making more money in less time and the links there on the homepage for those of you who want to get on my calendar Awesome.
0: I will add that link here to the show notes for any moms out there that are actually looking to have some uh, some of this for themselves. So I appreciate you coming on today today, Amber. So thank you for um, coming on to the nutritious and delicious show.
1: Well, thank you again for having me.